Thank you for tuning in to Comic with Comic. I'm Brian Comp, and we're at the comic James Mack. James Mack, how the hell are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing, Brian? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on because you're a busy motherfucker. And I know I follow you, um, I think, on Instagram. You are HSNT Comedy, and that stands for Headspace and Timing Comedy because you guys put on, what, monthly shows, and now you're running, what, three mics? Um, Yeah, well, we were doing uh, weekly shows, and then we kind of toned it back because it was virtual, and now we're trying to switch back over to the live stuff. So, yeah, we're doing monthly now. And then we're going to start... Uh, sun, uh, Sunday, September 6th, we start our uh, mic um, run. So every Sunday we'll be doing three mics, one in uh, Manhattan, one in Brooklyn, and one in uh, Jersey City. So, wow. And so, yeah, how'd you have the idea to do the three at once? I mean, you didn't have enough work before. Well, it kind of goes back uh, before everything's before the quarantine and everything. Uh, Sunday was my mic day. Okay. So, I would go uh, into the city and I would hit between, you know, five and seven mics on Sunday. And that was my day to work on and polish up new material um, the rest of the week because I was usually doing shows the rest of the week. And I never liked going in front of an audience with an untested product. So. And then kind of how do you how do you decide in starting three mics to do one in what Brooklyn, one in Manhattan and one in Jersey? Like, you know, why'd you make your job even harder to, you know, pick three locations every week? So it, it was because there's such a such a, a, a large group of comics and a lot of them, uh, you, you know, um, I kind of took the like a problem solving method of like, you know, listen <laughs> to what people are saying is a problem and then find a fix for it. And one of the things was like, people were like, Oh, there's not, you know, a Sunday mic in Brooklyn. And then also people in Manhattan were like, man, like I have to go all over the world to get, you know, to a mic. And then the one Jersey city, it was just, well, uh, for the longest time, I really haven't done anything in, in Jersey. Uh, except for I used to run a Hoboken show and I was like, man, I was like, you know, that's a, that's a kind of an untouched area that we've left alone. Good. So, and so even the jury, I think you had a Jersey show on August 18th and I see former guest Kia Hester's on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and Kate are, are really good friends. She's, we've done a few shows uh, together. So um, yeah, she, she, she's, she was on that one. And then, uh, also, like I said, she's been on other shows with, uh, with me and we did the, uh, Jersey city comedy festival together. So. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. You're the people that know, and <laughs> you, you guys both are people that know in New Jersey, but it sounds like you're the guy to know in all, all the boroughs in New Jersey. And so like the sweet spot thing, you got some big time comedians. And I think that's at the tiny cupboard, which is just a, just a now heavily trafficked, a rooftop that's fucking got sweet graffiti on it. it looks like the show to get um and so what's been your experience with tiny cover uh so tiny cover has been awesome uh, i actually uh started there with their comedy from the very beginning so wow. i was hosting their show uh when it first started I, they were doing a, a, a uh yeah a weekly show um and it just kind of lucked out that they were like, Oh, like we don't know really a whole lot about the comedy scene. And I was like, well, I'll, you know, I'll go in there. I just want to host and I'll recommend you people, but y'all book it and I'll host it. And it's a great room, very supportive. The, uh, the Amy Wong and, uh, uh, Matt Rosenbaum, uh, 
I know I messed his last name up. Oh, well. Uh, he'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> He's not a former guest yet, so I won't chip in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, they're 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 great people. They really do support the the arts, and they're not. Uh, their big thing is just make people laugh. Like they're not. They don't concern themselves with like, oh, is this a politically correct, or is this, you know, uh, um, you know, or is this woke, or is this PC, <laughs> or left or right? They're just like, do you make people laugh? All right, yeah. that's all we care about. So. Oh, good. And so, yeah, make sure you stay. I mean, because you're the one who was just juiced into the people who ended up being pretty pretty important in a pandemic. It's people with the rooftop, man. Like, you had yeah. no idea, but that's like the tiny cupboard would be one of the main venues now. Yeah, they really are. They uh, they call themselves the independent seller. So <laughs> that's fucking cool. Yeah, I, I, um, with Jake Velasquez on and he said something like, uh, you know, we're getting all these big names, but who knows? Like when the comedy clubs open back up, who knows if some of these big name comics are going to go back to the clubs. But I mean, you guys are giving opportunities to everybody from the biggest names to, you know, just established locals that I love, you know, some former guests. And so uh, real quick, I mean, can you tell me about the podcast, too? I know I follow you here at Twitter. I see the light PC. So it's I see meaning the initials. I see the light PC and that's your I see the light is your podcast. Yeah, uh, so the podcast, um, that, that was something that I was supposed to start before the, the quarantine happened, and then the quarantine happened, and I, it just kind of turned into, okay, well, let's do this. Um, yeah, like you said, it, it's I See the Light, and it's on iTunes, and um, when we started, we were doing it on YouTube, and then I got away from that just because I was like, no, I was like, that's too, you know, let, let's just stick with the normal podcast platforms. Yeah. Um, but basically, uh, and, and it kind of grew completely different from what it started. It started out the whole idea behind I See the Light was talking to comics about non-comedy stuff. Cool. So it's like, what else do you have in your life that people can <laughs> listen to? Yes. You know, or, or talk about, you know, besides comedy. Uh, obviously, you, you have to get some comedy in there. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was the biggest thing. And then it kind of started branching out. So I had an MMA fighter uh, that was like, hey, I want to do your podcast. And, and she's somebody who's a, a fan of my comedy. And I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I was like, that'd be awesome. I was like, come on. And as a matter of fact, it's really cool. Uh, I'll give her a shout out. So Deanna Bennett, uh, she's about to she got promoted. Uh, she was fighting Invicta. Now she's going to fight for Bellator. And wow. her is uh next weekend as a matter oh, of hell yeah are so, you gonna open i just think i think i james mack opening for their M mma fight oh god i wish but it's out <laughs> in vegas and <laughs> oh, okay it's in vegas yeah james mack can't get there but i mean i like the idea behind that because you know if you have a podcast where every episode is just about process they all start sounding the same and so like figuring out non-comedy things to talk about with comedians is super interesting and one of those things for you is that you're a freemason and i know you have a i guess as you were saying, pre-pod, they're, they're not a secret organization, but they have secrets. And so what are the, some of the the public things, um, you know, that make a Freemason? You know, how, how would somebody know if they're a Freemason if they don't know the secrets? So, um, so, so basically, like you said, the, the, the first thing is, we, is uh, Freemasons always say, like, yeah, uh, we're a society with secrets, but we're not a secret society. Oh, okay. um, the reason we say that is because like it's obvious you can find all of our lodges you can go and look up you know we don't hide uh, you know the rosters of who who are Freemasons I mean you can go into a lodge and be like hey I want to know if this person's a member and they're like yeah we'll tell you um, yeah. 
Like, it's nothing like that. Uh, usually, um, there's some kind of identifier either on their vehicle or, like, something they wear. Um, so you can go look on the Internet for, like, the Freemason symbols. Um, and you can usually see them. Like, I have mine as a tattoo. So I have the Master <laughs> I have the master Freemason tattoo on, on my uh, right uh, forearm with the okay. tattoo with the date that I was, I was made a master Freemason and just because it, it's a, it's a lot, a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what goes into it? Like how do you become a Freemason and what, what goes into becoming a master Freemason? Um, so in order to become a Freemason, we always say, uh, to be one, ask one where we don't recruit. So you, uh, you have to ask us. Um, and then there's just things that we look at. So like you were asking, like, you know, uh, about people who maybe want to be a Freemason. Um, the biggest things that we look for is you have to show uh, moral acuity. So like you like obviously um, everybody ha can have has things in their past. But we're like, you know, have you fixed those things? You know, are you uh, able to stand on your own financially? Yeah. You know, so basically that you don't become a, a burden to the other brothers. And the other thing, um, and, and this is the biggest thing that and, and why I was so interested in it, besides the fact that I have fam a lot of family that were Freemasons or are Freemasons, is that uh, we, ha we have a saying, it's called we, everybody meets on the level. So it doesn't matter your race, creed, religion, uh, any of that, you treat everybody with respect and with uh, the same amount uh, of love. So, wow. Everybody um, meets on the level. I love that. Yeah. And, and so that's what kind of where uh, uh, that comes from. It's like, you know, we'll, you know, I, I've sat in lodge with uh, all kind of different religions. And uh, also, uh, we don't discuss uh, one of the other things is it doesn't matter about politics. So, um, like that's one of the biggest things that they, uh, that they really do try and, and, you know, make sure that you understand is that people are allowed to have different ideas and no, not everybody has to agree, but you still have to be civil towards each other. Yeah. And so with yeah. the different, I mean, it sounds like, you know, I think, uh, brotherhood, like, uh, I was in a fraternity at one point in college and it sounds like, you know, they at least have the brotherhood thing down where, you know, maybe everybody meets on a level and maybe, you know, there should be, should be civility and discourse regardless of your politics, but the whole moral thing might be a little bit different. You know, <laughs> I think my chapter of the fraternity almost got kicked off for, uh, for saying some un PC things in the meeting minutes. Um, they said something like, if she comes around here again, kick her in the box. <laughs> and those those meetings got leaked to the to the board of the school or whatever and so we got hauled before the board and and we had to give this big impassioned speech for def in defense of our morals but you know it sounds like uh it's probably a little bit more uh practicing what you preach in the freemasons yeah well i mean it is a it is a fraternity we do have a, we do have a sorority side as well called the order of the eastern star um and they they do meet together but the the biggest thing is you're also and, and i think the biggest difference because whenever i tell people it's a fraternity they're that's what they think is they're thinking greek life in college and i'm like okay now take that and make your average member about 45 years old so, <laughs> so it becomes easier when you're 45 maybe because you have some maturity to actually uh, practice what you preach yeah um but the biggest thing is there's there's a lot of uh um you, the the one thing that will disqualify you is uh, is they don't um, allow atheist in 
and you have to have a belief in a higher being. So whatever, uh-huh. whatever it is, um, like I said, I've sat in, sat in lodge with uh, Muslims, hin- uh, you know, Hindus, uh, uh, obviously Christians, Catholics, uh, you know, all kind of different religions. But that that is the one thing, um, be, uh, because when you take your oath, you have to take it on whatever your religious text is. Wow, that is so cool. I had no idea. Yeah, and, and I've uh, one of the the coolest lodges I sat in was actually in Pennsylvania, and I can't remember the name of it, uh, name of the lodge now. But they actually had members from uh, four different faiths, and whenever whenever you start, whenever you open the lodge, and this is a part of the public stuff, is you have to have the religious uh, books or religious text of whatever religion is represented in that lodge. So we had the Torah, we had the Quran, we had the Bible, and we had a uh, Mormon there. So we had the uh, the Book of Mormon. So so wow. all all four were were presented, which I was like, that's awesome. That's what it should be. You know? Yeah, because I, mean, I mean, I love that because I'm a religious person. Um, I actually was thinking the opposite because I thought I had a a pat, you know, several pastors in my family of the Lutheran faith, and I thought that one of them at some point was, you know, and this guy was saying stuff like, you know, SNL is sacrilege, blah blah blah. Like, you know, he's probably a little bit more conservative than other pastors, but he was a great, you know, he gave, gave great sermons, you know, not fire and brimstone, actually, really, you know, practical things to your life. But I thought at one point he said something like, you know, sky, what the Elks or the Freemasons or whomever could be something like you know, an, an idol, you know, you shall have no other gods before me. And so is there anything kind of, um, you know, in the Freemasons that, you know, can kind of put, put my mind to rest that maybe there's, uh, you know, it's, it's almost like idolatry, you know, like Freemasons, they, you know, oh, you guys are taking precedent over God here. I guess that would give me comfort, the fact that I was supposed to take my oath on religious text. But, um, you know, I suppose I was taught, you're, you know, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. And so, you know, would I have to put the interests of my brothers and the Freemasons above my interests of, you know, my, my brotherhood of the Christianity? No, uh, absolutely not. So that, that's, that's what we were talking about. The, the reason that uh, you hear that uh, quite often, and, and I've heard it myself, as a matter of fact, the, uh, the Catholic Church for the longest time, um, if you became a Freemason, they would excommunicate you. Um, yeah, I thought there was, yeah, and Lutheran is pretty close to that, of course, yeah. you know, I'm very, you know, I, I really don't think there's, you know, I don't think there's anything to that, but it's good to hear that I wasn't too far off and that you guys are facing some of those arguments. Yeah, um, and, and and that's a, that's a common one. I've, I've heard, like, oh, they worship the devil and all this stuff. The, the biggest problem is usually when you start getting people that, you know, think like, oh, this is the only religion that's, that you can believe in. And, and, you know, kind of like the Inquisition type level of Catholicism. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just we, we don't really believe that. So it's like, you know, it, it's your choice what, what you want to believe, um, you know, as far as your religion and your family. So, you know, yeah, by- like. Yeah, like if you're meeting on the level and you're treating all your brothers the same, you know, I don't think that's inconsistent. The fact that you're also treating Freemasons on the level. I mean, non-Freemasons on the level. It's like I can go treat everybody the same way. And, you know, Freemasons, they're not any better than my other brothers and sisters, but we're all on the level, even in the Freemasons. Yeah. And the other th- other thing that I hear a lot and this one, this one always makes me laugh is when people are like, oh, the Freemasons are part of the New World Order and they're going <laughs> to try, try and take over. I'm like, I have sat in lodge and watch it take 
three meetings to plan a breakfast. <laughs> like, like, we are not taking over the world anytime soon. <laughs> but, uh, How many meetings would that require to take over the world, man? Um, but that comes from because there's been uh, quite a few presidents. The Like, there was only... Um, Four uh, people who signed the Declaration of Independence that were not Freemasons. Oh, okay. Uh, like Ben Franklin, uh, because he was uh, an agnostic, um, so he didn't believe in any particular religion. So that's why he couldn't become a Freemason. So. Oh, well, I love uh, the fact that it's con- you can tell it's consistent. If you yeah, have the people who signed the Declaration were also the, you know, the founders of the country, and the the, co- the country is one nation under God, and so it's totally consistent to be something like a Christian or a God believer and also be a Freemason. Yeah, and and that's the other thing. I know you keep bringing up the Christian. It doesn't have to be Christian. So, okay. um, like it, it it's literally under God, and it's however you decide to define what god is so yeah i always uh, love that too like with aa and stuff like that it's you know god as you choose to uh, see him or her and so I, I like the fact that you know programs like aa or freemasons are, are still consistent or, or actually requiring of a belief in the higher higher power it almost like drives people towards a, a religion of some sort the uh now the coolest one that i that i ever got to set through was in uh arizona um, there's a lodge down there right outside of Phoenix. They only meet like twice a year, though. Um, and they actually have, or at least at the time, I don't know if they still do, they actually had a Wiccan that was part of their lodge. And he, oh. believed, he believed in the God and the goddess. And uh, that was cool to me because, uh, and like I said, as long as you have a belief in a higher being, that's all they care about. And, and that's actually like we don't never say God um, in Freemasonry. We say the grand architect. So. Uh-huh. So that's fucking cool. You're, you guys encompass, and that's what America should do. It should encompass all religions. Um, I suppose America also encompasses no religion, and that'd be like a Ben Franklin who couldn't become a, a Freemason. But I think there was a lodge in Chicago and Lakeview, but I thought that might have been the Elks, and it was bi- just a beautiful, historic-looking stone building. How, how are your guys' lodges? Are they pretty pimp, and are they so pimp to the point where you're like, maybe our dues should be used for something <laughs> you know, that helps people instead of makes us look cool? Um, we actually do a lot that helps people. So it, you, you've heard of the Shriners Hospital, right? Oh, yeah. Is that, that you? Those are Freemasons. Yes. So Shriners, you have to be a Freemason to be a Shriner. Um, <sighs> so the Shriners, you have the uh, one of the things. Now, you do get some specific religious parts in it. So you have like the Knights Templar. You have to be a Christian or a Catholic to do that. Um and what the Knights Templar does is they take a, uh, it doesn't matter what form of Christianity it is, but they uh, put together one person from each state and each territory for the U.S. Uh, the U.S. lodges do this anyways, uh, or sorry, the U.S. encampments do this, and they send them to uh, the, the trip in Israel. So you get to, they pay for it all out, and also uh, they have a, uh, an eye program for, for children, so that way they can get, you know, LASIK surgery or surgery for their eyes or glasses and stuff like that. Like each form of Freemasonry, uh, each level uh, has its own charity it works with. But yeah, like the, the Shriners is the biggest one. Um, obviously, like they have the Shriner hospitals where it's completely free for the people that go in there. Oh, that's amazing. Like I love these organizations that put, you know, the good words into good action. 
Because, you know, to me, that's totally consistent with Christianity. And there's some Christians out there, probably myself included, who, you know, might preach a good game. But if we don't practice it, I wonder how God's going to, you know, how happy God is going to be to see us. But in the meantime, you know, before we meet our maker, we're going to uh, follow James Mack. He's I See the Light PC on Twitter. He's HSNT Comedy on Instagram. But also you can keep track of the shows um, at hsntcomedy.com, which, of course, is Headspace and Timing Comedy. And your next show is on September 9th, Tiny Cupboard. Uh, well, when does this come out? Uh, this comes out probably tomorrow, so Sunday the yeah. 6th. Yeah, yeah. So the next show will be uh, yeah, September 9th at the Tiny Cupboard, 8 o'clock. Uh, but the, fir- the show before us starts at 7. That's uh, Jessica Rotonde and uh, uh, Kirsten's... Uh, Sorry, Kristen Seltman uh, show uh, called, uh, and uh, they they they're going to put on a great show. Uh, and then after my show, there is an open mic, um, so you can come to all three. You know, Good they're going to great and. Yeah. and yeah, totally show up early and stay late because Jessica Rotondi will then be on your show. So come in, come early, stay late on that September 9th at the Tiny Cupboard. And also, he's the man to know because on Sunday, he's three three open mics. But also, if you get if you get in good with this uh, James Mack guy, he might make you a Freemason. <laughs> well, it's, it's not just me, but yeah, I could help. You, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it takes one to get in, man. So James Mack, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, no, thank you.